0: Welcome everybody. It's time for another episode of The Skinny on Beauty, the other show where beauty and art collide. With your host, Cheryl Hawley, digital and influencer marketing expert for the beauty industry. The beauty, Skinny on Beauty Podcast offers up digital marketing tips for you to be more successful, inspiration to live your dreams through personal development topics and tools for you to be a prosperous and happy entrepreneur. So let's get happy. Welcome, Cheryl.
1: Hey, Paul. How's it going?
0: (laughs) Doing good here. (laughs) I want to be a happy entrepreneur.
1: I know. Don't we all? Everybody wants to be happy, whether they're an entrepreneur. On today's show, we will first, though, however, be covering how to work with influencers as a beauty brand. And then um, in this episode, you will learn what influencers look at when deciding if they want to work with a brand how to build the right brand messaging online and how you should vet your collaborations I'm Cheryl Holly digital influencer marketing expert for beauty wellness and fashion brands consultant professor social media influencer and entrepreneur you can contact my company unite socially about how we can help you increase brand awareness through social media digital and influencer marketing and or follow me at skinny on Beauty to connect with other successful entrepreneurs and hear rich success stories to keep you laser focused and motivated. So today's show is how to work with influencers. So my first tip that I have for you today is, is your website up to date? And actually it's a question I'm posing for you. Is your website up to date? Because if it's not, then that's going to reflect poorly on you. When people come to look at your website and start doing research about you. So do you clearly have your products displayed on your website? Do you have high resolution images? How are they proportioned and designed throughout your website to build in with your brand messaging? So what I mean by that is what is the voice of your brand? Have you thought about what your mission statement is or who your target audience is? I could go on with a list in forever with, with tips on how to enhance your website. That is something that we do at Unite Socially. We do build websites for you and, and implement your brand messaging for you throughout the website so it's more attractive and laid out for consumers and it's also a platform where you know you will convert sales there is a strategy that's aligned and if you want to have an e-commerce website it's not just a plug-in that you all of a sudden oh I'm gonna sell products on my website and then you know you drive traffic and it happens there is a strategy and a layout. That, that each brand should actually follow once you get into the back end of who your target audience is and what you are selling online. So these are just a few major things to look at when, before you decide to actually pitch to influencers. Number two, is your overall branding unique? Influencers are going to take the time to look, as I was mentioning, at your website to see what content you are currently displaying. They will research you, and believe me, they will put you to the test. So, uh, since we've been working with influencers for the last four years now, we do have a pool and a relationship with beauty influencers that we pull from when aligning them with beauty brands, our clients. And they throw, they have thrown out all the tough questions for us when asking us, you know, about brands. And believe me, they will ask and they will research. So plan ahead and optimize your social content to fit different platforms. Make sure that you do have a frequently asked questions section and even ingredients. So making sure that your ingredients are clearly displayed about your products on your website. You don't have to do this as far as, you know, it, it's something that you can slowly implement, but it's something that you should implement before you pitch to these influencers. In regards to switching up your content and your post on social media, you don't have to do it daily, but it is something that you should strategize and work towards uh, to stand out amongst your competition. Your posts aren't one size fits all. It's not something that, oh, you know, the Joe Schmo over here in North Orange County is only charging 500 to run my social media platforms for, you know, five days a week and everything's cookie cutter. And there's no optimization and I'm not really getting any likes, but it works for me because it fits within my budget. But then you have to think, okay, but is it really working? (laughs) What is it really doing? And why is Unite Socially and North Orange County charging so much more and their stuff seems to be working for all of their clients? So these are things that you need to to start thinking about when uh, when you're either doing your own social media or you're looking to hire a consultant or an agency to outsource your work to. So some tips I have for you today with posting would be on Facebook, try longer form content. So you will give more details on your Facebook post and have more of a conversation. Some people might call it a micro blog that you're going to implement throughout. And you can also use this on Google because what happens when, when you're posting through the Google search engine, uh, it actually will pick up some of those keywords. And so it will help your, your post stand out because it will get indexed through all the spiders. Uh, that crawl the internet (laughs) and that's a whole nother topic, (laughs) Instagram, stunning pictures or utilize video function to get more hits. So video is huge. I've talked about it several times in, in the, the few recent podcasts that we've done here. And if you use video, make sure that the content is clear and that the audio is clear. But utilizing video can be an easy way to push out content about something that you're trying to convey differently to a different audience on Instagram. Pinterest. So really get into your visuals here. Make sure that you have some layers within your graphics. Make sure you have highlights um, of, of copy where you're trying to draw attention to or or get an action from since it is a clickable platform and it will drive traffic back to your website. Make sure that you also use Pinterest search bar to help pick the right keywords to upload with. And the last platform that I'll mention today, because are, there are several, these are just the major ones I'm going to go through today, is Twitter. So customize some different tweets to see which ones Uh, your audience clicks on. So you'll, you will have to go in the back end and see, you know, okay, what kind of engagement am I getting on this tweet when I speak to the audience this way or, or what seems to be working about this? So there, there will be some analysis or you could just do it, you know, maybe, maybe you are actually getting that FaceTime engagement with people that are Uh, you know, replying to your tweets automatically and asking questions. And then that'll be an an obvious way uh, to be able to tell if, if that type of copywriting is working for your brand. Tip number three, who are your fans? So if you pass the aesthetics test, influencers will dive deeper into your comments, reviews, and overall brand engagement through your website, and also your social media platforms. So they will take a look at your blog and see who is commenting and what they are saying. Are they real comments or are they staged? Yes, there are some ways to find out if the influencer has a keen eye for strategy and participates in comment trains. A good way to get real engagement is to write with the audience in mind. So if you were a consumer for your brand, what would you want to know or learn about? Write content that is so good, it's impossible to not have someone comment on it. Or hire a copywriter like myself to write engaging content for you. Tip number four, what other influencers have you worked with? If you haven't worked with other influencers, that's okay. It's not a bad thing. But if you are just starting out getting in with an agency that specializes in influencer marketing for the beauty industry, like Unite Socially, would be what would be the best way to start? This way, you have valuable, targeted influencers for your brand recognition from the beginning. So when you do start to pitch to influencers on your own, you have some clout. So basically, you know, if, if you want to start out and you're not sure what I'm saying right now is to pick an agency that specializes in your industry, that works with influencer marketers and can align you with the right influencers to match your brand and get the right content out there for you. If you don't, if, if you haven't, if you don't want to do that and you want to do it on your own, then that that's fine as well, but have a strategy in mind. If you have worked with influencers before, then who are they and how do they align with your brand? If they were just used for hashtag sponsorship, hashtag ad, things that are just paid placements, it will be obvious and a turnoff to A-list influencers. Strategy is key here for both the brand and the influencer. If you want to be successful at making influencer work for sales and positive brand recognition. And influencers that are taking this, uh, their platforms very seriously, they know this. They know that who they align with is going to reflect on them as an individual, as a PR platform. And they're going to make sure that they they pick the right partnerships because they know what they're where they're going. And so the same thing goes for you as a brand. You want to make sure that you're picking the right partnerships and you want to have a strategy so you know where that you are going. I can't tell you how many times I have had a brand come to me and say, I've tried influencer marketing and it just doesn't work. But once we get into the details of what they have tried in the past, I am able to slowly help them uncover why it didn't work and then we need to start from scratch and with trusted with a trusted list of influencers to get them back on track for brand recognition. So, how should you vet your collaborations? You know, so we so we went over the four tips, right? So, let's just actually back up and uh, highlight the four tips. So, tip number 1 is is your website up to date. Tip number 2 is is your overall branding unique? Tip number three, who are your fans? Tip number four, what other influencers have you worked with? So after the break, we will talk about how you should vet your collaborations. And then we will get into six, my personal six habits for a successful morning.
0: All right. Back to Cheryl and her conversation about influencer marketing.
1: Thanks, Paul. So we did, uh, before the break, we went over the, my four tips that I have for beauty brands on how to work with influencers. So I took you through a roadmap and a checklist. Uh, if you have any questions, feel free to DM us um, or email us at info at unitesocially.org. The last tip for the first part of this segment, or the, excuse me, the last section for this part of the show is how should you vet your collaborations? So I have three parts here, and they're really short. I'll keep them short, but they're very important. So it is extremely important for you to be honest. So be blunt about where you are and where you want to go in the next year. When you're talking to these influencers, they want to know. They're going to do all the research anyway, as we've already discussed. So it is important that you stay honest with them and you stay transparent with the rest of your audience. Your consumers are, are your influencers. You know, we're all the same. So we want to make sure that we're working with a brand that we trust. A uh, second tip is have open communication with the influencer. If you try the product and you, do, so, so you're saying to them, like, if you try the product and you don't like anything about it provide constructive criticism back to us why why didn't you like it and that that'll help them trust you as a brand because a lot of the times especially if if you're still working on your image online and the aesthetics of your brand and the voice of your brand and you're you're working with a strategist to realign some of your efforts because what was working for you or what you thought would work for you isn't working for you. Uh, It's important to let the influencer know that, uh, that the brand's in transition right now. And so any constructive criticism that they can provide so that you can enhance the quality of your product is greatly appreciated. And especially if you don't have a huge budget, they're not going to like you know, such a, an agreement that where it's like, we're going to give you this product and you have to write a review because then it's not, it's forcing it's, you're not being honest with your audience and they know that. And they, they are building their own image online to work with brands that maybe are of equal to you or greater than you. And they know that it's important that they have transparency with their own reviews. So that's a, that's a really important uh, tip. And then the last one is make an agreement contingent on them loving the product. So it, it kind of goes with the second tip, but it's a little different. And this is why. If they try it and they don't like it and they don't want to write a review, then just post something about the product like if if they don't want to actually post an image you know maybe write a review on Amazon if you're being sold on Amazon so there has to be there has to be one thing that they like about the product like the way it smells, or the way that it's packaged, or maybe even it's the brand's communication to be able to work with them. Like they were, you know, hey, I, the product didn't really, you know, help with my wrinkles, but I really like, you know, the the voice behind the brand. I really like the the packaging that you know the brand delivered the product in. It's very well designed and it came neatly packaged in the mail. You know, it was it didn't show up with like, you know, dents everywhere and everything like it was nice packaging because definitely, you know, especially if you are a product or beauty brand that is being sold on Amazon, there are shipping issues. And sometimes packages get delivered and they're out of the box and the the pump is broken and it's just a mess. So if if you've been in that kind of situation, then you know what I'm talking about. So uh, try to get them to make an agreement contingent on them loving the product. So something that they like about the product, then write write about that. So now that I've broken down how to work with influencers as a brand. Your next step is obviously to have an email template for pitching to influencers. If you would like a copy of a template that we have created for you to be able to pitch to influencers, you can email us at info at UniteSocially.org. Message us across the, the, all the social media platforms at UniteSocially, U-N-I-T-E-S-O-C-I-A. Or, and then just mention the show title, how to work with influencers. And we'll be happy to send you that template, that email template over for pitching to brands. So now for my favorite part of the show, because, um, I really love, I love that you guys have inspired me to start doing solo shows, but also the personal development part of the shows, because I actually get a lot out of them for myself. You know, there is a tip in here that I, I wrote this script earlier in the week and I was like, oh my gosh, I've been meaning to implement that tip, uh, that, that actual habit in my life for so long that I have to do it before the show comes. (laughs) And I did. So I'll get into that too. But there are six habits I have here for a successful morning. So one is to go to sleep at the same time each night. And I've been doing this for years. Um, now, if I have a convention, like next week, I'm going to Social Media Marketing World. I'm so excited. If you guys don't know about Social Media Marketing World, then check it out. It's um It's produced by Social Media Examiner, and they are local to Southern California. Um, Some of their team's actually in Orange County and really good friends of mine, but most of them are based in San Diego, which is where I will be next week, working with some of my colleagues, and so it's, it's just a lot of fun. And so going back to the first tip, going to sleep at the same time each night, I I pretty much ninety five percent of the time do. Unless work gets in the way or, you know, just life in general. And the reason why that it that that helps you because maintaining a consistent sleep schedule is the first step in waking up ready to kick ass. Yes, I said it. Kick ass. (laughs) I don't cuss very much on this podcast, but that is very true. (laughs) So I know that it, I know that it's one of the things that's easier said than done, especially when you get stuck in, you know, some type of show that you really like or, you know, you, you don't want to go to sleep because you're, you're enjoying, um, you know, the company around you. But research has proven to us if you give your brain the suggested seven to eight hours of sleep to decompress, then when you rise, you will be ready to grind. So go to sleep at the same time each night. Second tip, ditch the phone. I, I took me so long to implement this, but I, I, this was not the one I was talking about earlier, but ditching the phone, meaning so before you wake up, like, did you know that like 70% of people will get on their phone before their feet even hit the ground? So most of us now use our handy smartphones for our alarm. So as soon as the alarm goes off, people, you know, turn off the alarm or hit snooze a thousand times and then turn it off. And then they just um, automatically go to social media and emails. Before they even hit the, before their feet even hit the floor, and Paul's raising his hand like, "Yep, that's me," and so so am I halfway because that used to be me. And research also shows that that, that makes people start the day off groggy. Looking at the screen um, makes does something, you know, to where it. Creates a fog um, and maybe even an emotion because maybe you see something like so and so's in the Bahamas and you're like bummed that you have to go to work, you know? <laughs> um, and so you start that whole comparison thing and that starts that dialogue of negativity in your head. So you just never know what, what email is going to pop up or what post from what friend or acquaintance that you're going to see. So ditch the phone. Make sure that you give yourself enough time to get ready uh, to start off your day. Um, in a positive way, and check your emails and social media after. Okay, so this was the one that I had a hard time implementing, because if you follow me, you know that I'm a coffee connoisseur, and I absolutely love coffee, and I never want to give it up. But I drink so much of it that i found myself like not wanting to drink it. But then I drink it anyway because it's a habit. And so I'm kind of like, oh, I don't want to drink it. But I do. And so what I've been trying to implement and what I have done a couple of times before airing this podcast is hydrate with lemon water in the morning. So instead of having coffee, you hydrate with your lemon water. So lukewarm water with fresh squeezed lemon juice has numerous benefits. So you can start uh, your day with, you know, activating your metabolism. It cleanses your mouth and your throat. And it also gives you extra kick of energy that you may need in the a.m. I have implemented this and I have noticed a difference in the way that my body functions in the morning. I kid you not. So if you're looking for a dash of daily detox, um, add a little bit of cayenne pepper to the water. I don't necessarily do that. I don't need that. But the the lukewarm lemon water definitely helps me start the day off a little bit differently and it helps me feel rejuvenated in a healthy way. And then I have my coffee like in mid-morning. So, So I'm pretty proud of myself. So yay, applaud for me. <laughs> but Paul's queuing the, the across. <laughs> awesome. So tip number four. so going back to roots. this is such uh, I find this one so funny, but it makes a big difference. So make your bed. So mom was right. Make your bed. You start your morning off. It's a simple action for the morning. Okay. So you start your morning off in action it makes you feel productive. It also helps you feel really good when you walk home from a long day or walk in your room from a long day of work and you see that the bed is made. It's just, it, it, it's a, it's a mind trick thing. So it helps with the aesthetics and the visuals of everything and get your day started in action. So make your bed people. tip number five, sweat it out. I love to work out. I love to do yoga and, um, working out on a daily basis. There's no denying it. Um, it helps with your mood. So if you're one of those people that can get up and check off the workout list, then, you know, you're, you're rare. And I'm actually one of those people. And I know that's rare because, but for me, if I work out at nighttime, it's just, I think it happened like maybe two times in my life. (laughs) I just don't like to work out at night. Like when I'm done with everything, I just want to relax and, you know, hang out with friends and family or watch TV. I don't want to, I don't want to work out um, at night. So sweat it out as much as you can. It'll help with your mood. And the last tip that I have for you today is to spread the love. So make sure that whether you're kissing your dog or your roommate or your boyfriend or your girlfriend, that, that you're helping start the day in a positive way where you're reaching out to others and giving loves to others and not so self-absorbed. You're thinking of other people. It'll make you feel better about yourself. So those are the six tips that I have for you today. And I hope that you like the how to work with influencers and the roadmap and checklist. And until next time, stay beautiful, Orange County.
0: You've been listening to the only show where beauty and art collide, beauty and technology collide, with your host, digital and influencer marketing expert, Cheryl Hawley. Right here in Orange County's only community radio station, octalkradio.net.